Hi, welcome to another episode of Mental Emotional Self-Health Mesh. I thought I would share a part two about the Teal Swan debate, my experience and what I have observed. I have taken the liberty of watching the other side of the story because in my mental wellness process, I believe in balance. I believe in not making any one person wrong because I believe every individual has something to contribute to the world and since there has been such hot debate about Teal Swan, I can't help but wonder why. She has her defense and the others that have not cared for the way she behaves have their defense and their even their accusations and I'm going to do my best not to make this an accusatory episode because it's not. What I'm upset about is people's behaviors. I hate problems not people. I still don't hate Till Swan. I still like her. I still think she's doing a great thing with her work. I don't like what I have been seeing. I haven't watched The Deep End because I don't believe in sensationalism. I'm watching some other people's videos or testimonies against what they claim her behavior has been like. And I had some flashbacks. I had to exert extreme caution. I had to ask my consult my mentor about it first and even talk with my roommate about it before uh, proceeding because I don't want to hate her and I don't want to have a biased attitude against her and I don't want to feel disrespectful about what she's doing because I'm doing a similar thing it did teach me some behaviors not to uh, practice if I ever have a future in mesh, if I ever have a future in public with mental, emotional, and self-health mesh. I'm treating her now like an excellent, awesome book author. I haven't read her books, but I've watched her videos. I don't agree with everything she says. And I'm going to keep it that way. And I advise anyone else who is drawn to her to maybe keep it that way and if they want to get closer or involve, even involved with her to exercise caution because she has her end of the story and I know that and she has a right to that and a responsibility to uh, uphold that if she has to but I've seen her behavior in some of the testimonies and some of the clips and she says that um, they, they're, they're false. She says that um, the clips are manipulated and put together in a fabricating manner. And I'm still willing, willing to believe her, willing to maybe believe her. That may be very true. They could, people could really be messing with her. At the same time, I saw some pretty disturbing behavior. I saw her put down her former live-in her former boyfriend 
And again, you notice I didn't say X. I don't believe in name calling. I don't believe in, in saying that word X. I think that word is negating in my life. I don't like being called an X, and I don't want to call anybody else an X. Everybody is important on this planet. Everybody has a right to be here. No one has a right to delete anyone. X just feels like deletion to me. So um, that's another side note. She put down her former boyfriend. She put down her former live-in. And she could, she could testify and defend herself and say that's not true. But she called, she called Blake Dyer a loser. I don't know if it was because he was leaving her or if, or if he was leaving her because she said that. There are a lot of other reasons, I think, why he left her. He, le he, he and his wife left her. Um, they were part of the community. They were part of her life. And my feelings tell me that he left because she was being mean to him. And I had flashbacks about my own cult experience. And again, I'm not going to be accusatory toward toward my cult because I got a lot out of I got a lot out of it and I still get a lot out of many of the videos that I still watch of theirs and I make sure that I'm signed out of YouTube when I watch them I don't want to give any indication that I'm part of that community anymore even if they even if they should welcome me back I don't want to be part of that community anymore even though I treat them like book authors too. The leader of that that cult didn't even seem to want to be a cult leader. I think the people that made it into a cult were his were actually his followers. Again, I won't mention names or mention what it is. When I criticize something or someone, I don't like to mention names. When I compliment someone or something, I want to mention names cuz I want, to up, I want to uplift people on this planet, and I want to compliment people. If I have anything critical to say... Now, I am criticizing Teal Swan's behavior, but I'm not criticizing Teal Swan. I still think she's awesome. I really, truly do. And uh, I've often wondered what it might be like to meet her. I often wonder what it, what it would be like to be part of her community, and yet... Yet, when I, when I saw the other side of the story uh, many years ago, it taught me how to be cautious. Because I got very involved in my cult, and I got, I got involved in it for 30 years, and it wasn't a cult that required me to live with them. Um, it was sort of like an intentional community, too. But um, I still lived at home, and I went to their uh, functions every day. And I even led a few of their functions and a few of their activities. Let's just say it was a self-help community. And um, it dealt with a lot of things like addictions and mental illness and other uh, life's challenges. And it was, a, it was essentially a peer counseling uh, place. It was kind of like, like uh, NAMI, only it was a little, more, uh, a little more exclusive, a little more involved, a little more... Uh, you know, they had like a specific... Uh, process for dealing with issues and um, I was very involved with it and I, I read a lot of the leaders uh, books the leader has passed away um, I'll give you a hint it's not Scientology it's it's yet another so don't ask me if it's Scientology it's not I can't even afford to do Scientology that's expensive so whether or not they were abusive they cost a lot of money 
and I've heard stories about them scamming people and I again I don't know what to make of that I don't want to take sides but L. Ron Hubbard started out as a an author and then and then it ended like with a religion that uh, where a lot of people I understand got hurt and got scammed so um, I don't want to accuse anyone of doing anything but I want to take a critical and balanced and reasonable view of what I am dealing with in the world I will still appreciate her work I will still watch her videos I will also not be brainwashed by anybody I will also not be manipulated or coerced or taught anything against my will the behavior that I saw on those clips was very much like the way I was treated in the cult I was in and it was extremely traumatic whether or not that's true I saw disturbing behavior going on and the only disturbing behavior again I will uh, I will t I will mention is the way she treated Blake at the end I live under the fear of looking and, and being a loser every day because I collect benefits, I collect disability benefits because I'm not a professional, I'm not a licensed professional therapist or I didn't have a college education uh, I am a high school graduate but I didn't get a college education and I chose to live with a man who also suffers from depression and um, I'm honestly not sure what's going to happen after he passes away. I don't have any plans and I don't have a regular job except my life purpose of MESH and it's a volunteer thing that I created so um, it's not even a group or an organization it's just a, a process that I invented and taught myself and if I want to share it with the world and give give people hope that we can recover some some people can recover from mental illness even without counseling especially if that therapy is not available so um, ladies and gentlemen I will end with this if you want to go through a self-help thing even with me don't worry about agreeing with me or disagreeing with me I can help you or I can't and that's up to you alright and um, we're free the only thing I practice in MESH is the modules. I don't practice a, partic a particular process. I adopt and embrace a lot of stuff that works for me. I do. I, I, I do it like, you know, and Til Til Swan is part of it. Til Swan's work is part of it. Um, taking some of her ideas from her work. Not uh, being involved in her inside circle, but taking many of her ideas that have saved my life and uh, she even has a video about allowing everybody to be your resource and I love that I think that's really awesome and I've uh, I've practiced been practicing that so um, I'm not against her but I am against bad behavior and um, I'm against disrespect and I'm against uh, put down I did not like how she called him a loser you know there are many things we can say that we cannot take back even if we're sorry and 
I guarantee it. If uh, if I caught if I caught, if I catch a loved one saying that to me, especially when I'm their living, I'm gonna have to fight as hard as I can not to have another breakdown over it. I swear to God, you know words hurt. Words hurt a lot, and I know she can change. I know she can stop saying things like that. You know, go go and take a deep breath and take a time out. And then uh, figure out how to argue somebody in a fair manner without putting them down. My advice. But uh, we all have a right to our feelings. If she was angry, it's understandable. Whatever, whatever it is. If Blake, I hope Blake's alright. And I hope his wife is okay. I hope everything's alright. God, I'm going to call this the Teal Swan Debate Part 2. I'm putting this up also because I don't want to look like I'm, I'm on one side of things. I want to look like I'm not on even any sides. I'm just sharing my experience. And um, I'm sharing what I've been observing. And God knows, this all could be false. But um, I saw that behavior. You know, clip or no clip, false or true. I saw that behavior. And it was very disturbing. If she did say that to him, I'd like to see her uh, not say that to people, especially people that loved her. And I'd like to uh, see a more constructive way of processing and interacting. I'm learning how to do that, and I'm always learning. You know, I'm trying to learn right now. So if this sounds accusatory, I apologize. In advance. If this sounds uh, harsh, I apologize in advance. I'm trying to be gentle and loving and respectful. I'm trying to talk about it the way if I were Teal or Blake or anybody. And I want to hear. I want to hear something uh, reassuring and hopeful and uh, comforting right now. And firm, you know, because I don't put up with crap either. I don't want to coddle anyone, but I do want to be respectful. Being respectful doesn't mean coddling. Being respectful does not mean uh, enabling. Being respectful does not mean, uh, you know, cowing down and being codependent. Being respectful is being able to be a world gazer. Not a navel gazer and not, not a narcissist pawn gazer either. Being respectful is about being kind and firm. Being understanding and having boundaries. Take care.